Welcome to Channel Smart, where we take on the challenges of channel evolution, indirect routes to market, alternate and shadow channels, and our mission to save the channel. The channel landscape is super complex, and navigating your business through that complexity can be daunting. That's where JS Group comes in. We help tech vendors, distributors, and channel firms succeed where others fall short. Channel Smart Podcast, where we're saving the channel one episode at a time, brought to you by JSG. I'm your host, Vlad Kraus, the Director of Social Media at JSG, and today I'm joined by our new president, Meredith Karam. How are you doing today, Madam President? I'm good, Vlad. Thank you. I'm also joined by Ziff Solutions VP of Sales, Anthony D'Angelo. How are you doing today, Anthony? Awesome, Vlad. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate the, uh, the, the opportunity to talk with you all. That's awesome to hear. Let's jump into this. Today, we're talking about sales effectiveness. This is a timeless topic that's always changing with new technologies, methodologies, etc. But why is it important today? What's going on in the channel that makes this such a critical discussion? Meredith, why don't you start us off? What are your thoughts? Well, gosh, I've got a lot because as you know, my background, I mean, I've, I've spent my career as close to the customer as I possibly can be. Um, and I would tell you that this is a hot topic right now because sellers uh, are not getting enough time in front of their customers. And that is what they do best. That is what we as sales professionals do is that we go and win brand new business. We keep existing customers um, and it's all about growth. And so sales effectiveness is like a super sweet spot to me uh, because a lot of times as a seller, you realize that while job number one, is to go get results, you're really spending more time doing other things than spending time in front of your customers. Anthony, what about you? What are you seeing out there? I love what Meredith was talking about. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's there's we're seeing layoffs across the board. There's some tough kind of economic challenges that we're all facing. And as if the, the channel teams weren't underfunded enough before, uh, they're being pushed to do more with less. The sales teams are being pushed to do more with less. The engineering teams are being pushed to do more with less. So, you know, we're really looking at some macroeconomic challenges that are making it really difficult and making it really important that we focus on the right things uh, and that we're really efficient with our decisions. Um, and like kind of Meredith was talking about, the, the effectiveness of the sales team becomes uh, really, really critical when you just don't have quite the resources that you need. Anthony, you just said something that um, that prompted me with my next thought, which is um, even though we're in like this, um, oh, I don't know, unpredictable kind of time, right, from an economics perspective, here is what we do know. We do know that 100% fact, companies are still buying and someone is getting that business. And that's where I think truly this topic of sales effectiveness and how sellers spend time that's who i think um how it ends up turning out as to who are winners and who are losers for sure yeah no i i love that that's absolutely true and the other thing that's 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 true and we know is that we've got six months left to kind of you know hit all of our uh, all of our targets so despite the fact that some of these things are, are impacting our teams and impacting our budgets uh, and all of that, we still have to meet our number for the rest of the year, and time is kind of running out. So, uh, like you said, I mean, these are becoming really, really hot topics uh, for us. And then you look; these budgets are are getting spent. Um, you know, events have already kind of happened; they've been committed. So, if you have to adjust to the market, it's getting really difficult to do so. Uh, but more importantly, you know, as you're making those decisions on what to buy, you really have to 
think of the things that are going to help you bridge those gaps, help you kind of meet those goals. Um, and so kind of sales automation and, and things that kind of help make your team more effective are, are certainly coming to the forefront. You know, that's such a great point, Anthony. Um, now, I understand that doing more with less, you need the right tools. What, what are some tools you're seeing that firms are adopting now to do more with less? That's great. I mean, there's so many of them. And I, I think when you think of, you know, we all kind of hear about AI and things like that and, and tools that are driven by AI. Um, I, I, I've used it almost every day this, this week. Oh, same um, here every that, day. Yeah, every right. day I open up ChatGBT and try to put up a new prompt and play a little bit more about it. Definitely AI is super integrated with us now. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, if, if for those of the folks in the audience, if you're not using it, I definitely encourage you to do it. Get get good at it. It's super helpful, um, but still kind of it doesn't doesn't do the work for you, but it certainly can kind of help make the best use of your uh, of your time. And then other tools like, you know, CRM tools and sales intelligence tools uh, for sure. And, and certainly, you know, my my favorite is going to be the partner relationship management tools, stuff that's going to help you connect more, engage more, get more done, despite the fact that you've got fewer resources. Great points, Anthony. What about you, Meredith? What tools should organizations be adopting? I'm going to take this a little bit in a different direction. Uh, sure. I think that I think that we've got to stop shoving all this crap down on sellers and saying that that's sales effectiveness. Um, you know, because the number one challenge I see today, whether it is AI or whether it's some other, um, you know, tool, whether it's a channel management software platform, whether it's a CRM, whether it's a contract repository, whatever it is, right? There are so many different teams that operate in so many different silos. Purchasing is decentralized. And so when you think about it, HR is always coming out with new tools for sales. You know, sales ops is coming out with new tools for sales. Marketing is all of a sudden wanting to do some new, um, you know, account-based marketing, intent-based marketing, some kind of growth campaign or retention campaign. You've got this like massive, large, you know, tech stack. You've got attorneys involved with legal. You've got, you know, pricing involved. And what ends up happening is that there's so much overlap in functionality. And so I would say that like the best tool you could give today for sales effectiveness is the tool of process efficiency, process simplicity, and to get people talking more about how the tools are being used. You know, at all the events and shows I've attended this year, I've been hearing that there's this dramatic shift in expectations on all levels coming from partners, vendors, and distributors. You know, in fact, JSG just released our first ever research report that talks about the changes in expectations and how TSDs have this crazy new opportunity to accelerate growth for their partners and vendors. But when you're talking to partners and customers, what have you been noticing? What are they telling you? Look, when you think about sales effectiveness, I think Meredith kind of brought it up a little bit earlier. You want to maximize the time that the sellers are getting things done, right? The time that they're in front of their, uh, the time that they're in front of their customers, uh, they want to maximize that. You don't want them spending time filling things out. You want to automate what you can. You want to be smart about your technology stack. And it's also a great point that you have to be really thoughtful in terms of, of, of that technology stack. And I like that we're talking about it that way because it can really compound one uh, upon the other. 
But I think if you focus on uh, some of those tools that give you the insights to make quick decisions, things that automate your effectiveness, that's when you can really start, uh, you know, start to uh, get, get the gains that you want from some of those tools. But when I think about kind of sales effectiveness, it kind of comes down to a, a few different things. Uh, sales education and training is incredibly important, right? Whether that's for your own sales team to know, you know, exactly what you're selling, who you're selling to, um, and getting that message to the right, uh, to the right prospects, the right customers, you want to be as efficient as possible. And so that effectiveness comes down to really educating and training that those teams. Uh, and if you work within a company that, that leverages a channel model, your partners also have to be um, trained uh, and educated. They have to know exactly, you know, who the ideal customer is, uh, what the value proposition is for those customers, um, and exactly how to handle objections and, and, and kind of communicate what your product does to kind of, you know, meet those pain points. So that really comes down to sales education and training. And I'll, I'll let Meredith talk about other things because there's plenty others. Um, but I think that's kind of at the cornerstone uh, of, of kind of being effective. Don't get them bogged down with too many different things. Maximize their, their, um, their time uh, spent with their customers. Uh, the tools help that, but your channel helps do that as well, right? The whole point of having channel partners is to shorten that distance uh, to getting to those customers. Uh, and, and if you're doing well in terms of sales education and training um, for your own teams as well as for your partners, uh, you could start to see deals accelerate through the pipeline a lot quicker. You get, you know, get reach the markets that you need to quickly, reach the people at those customers that you need to quickly, um, and just make the most use of it. So, sales and education training certainly are a uh, at least one cornerstone. Um, Anthony, you and I agree completely on this. Um, I would also say what you triggered um, when you were talking then about the people aspect of it. Um, is that I've always said speed of the leader is the speed of the team. And a lot of times uh, tools uh, get rolled out to impact sales effectiveness, but they, they may not even work together. Um, and so there are pitfalls so many times on all of this because of how it gets rolled out. And even like you were saying, like you could have a sales manager, you know, um, or a partner experience manager who hasn't even been trained on this new tool that has come out. And so a lot of times um, I feel like sales leaders and sellers, um, you know, we all kind of have that drawer in the kitchen that like everything just ends up being in, you know? Yeah, and, yeah definitely. Um, that is so true. Yeah. So true. Right? And I just feel like that like sales effectiveness needs to go back to actually doing that, helping sales be effective. And, um, and that is today where we have, you know, the massive opportunity because these days of, yeah, let's, you know, your seller is like that kitchen drawer of a company, you know, or the sales leader is like that kitchen drawer of a company. Like those days are over. Um, you know, a lot of times you end up seeing where a company um, has decided for efficiency, they're going to outsource something. And then that seller is spending all of their time cleaning up you know, the work that got outsourced that was supposed to help them, right? And in fact, it's really not. Yeah. So when organizations are out looking to adopt new tools, what should their leaders look for when evaluating new tools? Um, so I would tell you it's about seeing the big picture. 
And so um, it's about getting um, those different teams that are rolling out, uh, you know, the features or the new tool set or the new functionality, getting them talking together to make sure that it works. Also to make sure that um, where there's overlap, it is identified, um, but also like how it's measured. So if, if you think about it, it's not like metrics uh, just got invented. You know, every company, every business, tech or non-tech, has had metrics forever. And so for me, it's really about seeing the big picture. Um, and that's when then you're going to see everything start to come together. I, I really like that. It's, look, it's, it's one of the reasons why I love, I love working with JSG. I mean, your ability to kind of see that big picture um, is, uh, is, is, is critical, right? I mean, I just, I was thinking about one thing, Meredith, and you just started uh, saying those things. And I, I thought of it in a totally, you know, totally different way. Um, but you're, you're right. And we, you know, we have to kind of look at it from that, from that big picture perspective and really, you know, first you got to commit to that, that. These things are going to be in place for a while. Like you were kind of yep. talking about, yep. like, you put something in place and, and then all of a sudden a new person comes in, uh, you know, and they, you know, and they change it up. And, and I think being really thoughtful and getting guidance on what you need and does it align to your objectives is, is, is super smart. Um, and then you, you just have to be very, very, you know, careful as you're evaluating those tools. Do they meet the needs of your, you know, of your organization? Have you defined what those needs are? Um, I think with a lot of these topics, um, I, I think that uh, a lot of times the, the, the failure is before you even select it, right? You haven't really identified what you need. Is it a whim? Is it a need? Um, how are you going to manage it? How are you going to measure whether or not it's effective? Um, and really putting some thought into what you need. Is this the right thing? Is it going to deliver? And making sure that you're committed to kind of managing and measuring uh, whether or not it's being effective and talking to the teams about whether or not it's working for them, right? I mean, I think oftentimes we forget to ask those, uh, you know, those users. These tools are meant to make our jobs easier, make sales acquisitions faster, um, and to grow our revenues. And, and oftentimes they, they take on a life of their own. Anthony, you do know that your own sales team is going to listen to this podcast, right? And they're going to hear everything that you just said, okay? Yep. <laughs> and, um, and here's what's going to be so funny that I cannot wait to watch is um, with you specifically on how you lead this charter, you know, in this change with throughout, like with your own vision and your own strategy. Because um, mm -hmm. most of the time when uh, numbers are good, everybody's patting everybody on the back, virtual high fives, all right. that kind of stuff, right? But then when numbers are bad, it's like, oh, the sales team sucks, you know? And, um, and what really, and, I, and maybe they do, maybe they don't, I don't know. But what I do know is that no one is spending enough time saying, how are we maximizing our current processes? And I think you yeah. coming in yep. to zip, you know, new into the company, one, you're gonna bring a new perspective, but also you're really gonna get to challenge and you know, the status quo and to really say, like, do our definitions match? You know, like, is there actual, um, are the right metrics in place? Are we doing the attaboys to the right groups? And how can we even use our own channel management software? You know, y'all are a SaaS company um, to be the leader right. in this, because that is what, if I was on your sales team, that's what I would expect. A hundred percent. I mean, not only is it how you kind of manage, you know, internally, but that you just described 
why it's so important for for us as if with our partners uh, kind of leading the way it's so important for us to take that approach and make sure that we are consulting with our clients right we're not we're not sure there's a transaction involved but really the goal is to understand what the customer needs to set expectations for how they make the best use of this product right whether whether it's channel management software or something else but our goal is 100 to consult with those uh, customers make sure that they're getting the best use out of the product that they understand how to use it and that, that it's part of their responsibility right it's 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 on both of us to make the best use of it um, and to maximize the results from it. And, and I think that's the approach we take. We're, we'll, we'll continue to take that approach and, and certainly we'll drive that down through the sales team as well. Appreciate that. That was actually, that was very, uh, very helpful to remind me uh, in just in terms of kind of not only how does it affect our teams, um, but how do we translate that goodness out to our clients as well? You know, at all the events and shows I've attended this year, I've been hearing that there's this dramatic shift in expectations on all levels coming from partners, vendors, and distributors. You know, in fact, JSG just released our first ever research report that talks about the changes in expectations and how TSDs have this crazy new opportunity to accelerate growth for their partners and vendors. But when you're talking to partners and customers, what have you been noticing? What are they telling you? I think really the expectation, look, the, the, the clients all see, customers all see that the teams that they're used to working, working with are smaller, right? They're, they're seeing certain things drop, communications drop, things like that. Um, and so, you know, their expectations are that those things aren't going to fall apart, right? As you, as you realign companies and as you make changes within, you got to do what's best for your organization, but you can't let those things drop. And from a customer's perspective, um, they're, they're, they're demanding that those things uh, stay the same, that their service levels stay the same. But moreover, they're depend, de demanding increased personalization, right? So not, not only are they basically saying, look, don't drop anything, um, they want more personalization. They want tailored solutions and tailored experiences that cater to their kind of very specific needs. And, and I think our sales teams, when we talk about effectiveness, they have to be able to understand that and they have to be able to respond to it. Um, just to win the business um, to begin with. Um, but as we think of some of the tools that are out there, we all of us, whether it's our PRM platform or, or something else, we have to be delivering those customized, personalized experience because that's what our partners and that's what our customers really, really demand. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it really does come down to, um, you know, functional uh maturity, I would say, and like keeping up with as the market changes and um, what, you know, are the expectations for engagement? And, um, you know, the number one ask I get for uh, or get from what, with our tech clients here at JSG is that they're always looking for a modern way to manage their data. And so, um, you know, that's what everybody's really wanting to do is, is to go forward faster. So my last question for you, Anthony, is why should partners choose Zift? Well, for lots of reasons, I'll boil it down to a few things so we don't uh, we don't spend all day here. But uh, but but look, when you're kind of when you're managing your channel partners, it's obviously a very, very complex uh, kind of engagement. Um, and there's lots of components to it. It's not an easy thing. Uh, and Zift Solutions really is a market leader when it comes to that channel management software. We call it PRM sometimes, but channel management software that really 
gives you the engagement and the communication methods and the ability to really deliver results. So we really empower businesses to optimize sales channels uh, through marketing and through data insights uh, and, and all of the above. So you know, when you're trying to do more with less and you've got big objectives when it comes to having partners and a, and a whole ecosystem that's meant to deliver real results, you need something that helps you automate. You need something that helps you maximize what could be small teams, help you enable them, help you um, train them, help you communicate with them and help you help them reach more customers. So uh, Zip's a market leader in that. We've got a great platform that that allows you to do all those things. And moreover, we've got great partners like JSG. We've got some fantastic channel experts uh, here at Zift, uh, and combined with uh, with powerful partners, we uh, we really can help you not just not just acquire a product, but make sure that it's right for you and that it's working um, and doing what you want it to. So for our listeners, the top three strategies to maximize your sales effectiveness is better hiring practices, training and enabling your sales teams, and then choosing the right tool. And that means taking the time to make sure the tool is simplifying the sales process and making sure that tool is actually for the sales team. So they're not spending time cleaning out their toolkit or learning a new tool that they're not going to use. And with that, that concludes our episode for today. Meredith, Anthony, thank you so much for joining me. I personally learned a lot from all the insights you guys shared. Thank you. Thank you. And Anthony, congratulations on, the, on your new role. I'm going to be watching you. That's right. Thank you so much. Uh, now, uh, thank you, Vlad. I really, really appreciate it. It's such great topics. Um, and I uh, always enjoy working with the JSG team. Um, you, guys are, you guys are crucial when folks are making uh, kind of these decisions and kind of helping them guide towards that. So I, I appreciate you letting me join. Hey, thank you so much, Anthony. Thanks for listening to Channel Smart, where we take on the challenges of channel evolution, indirect routes to market, alternate and shadow channels, and our mission to save the channel. Subscribe now on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and always be the first to access new episodes. For bookings, feedback, questions, or comments, feel free to reach us at info at jsgnow.com.